let's get started here. So um, I want to talk about awkwardness, social attractiveness, and uh, it's kind of important to me because I was always, I always consider myself like pretty socially adept. Like I was, excuse me, I was pretty good at chatting. It was something I always liked to do. And then fast forward to a certain period of my life, we'll talk about in a minute, I like got awkward. I like wouldn't do the right thing socially. And it was after I joined the Catholic church. And so I had this, and then, and then now I would say I'm like better to where I used to be. Like I'm more socially adept. I'm more charismatic, kind of like how I used to be. Okay. So I had like this dip. I was like here, good at chatting, good at chatting, like extroverted, wanted to be the life of the party. And then I dipped to where I'd like miss social cues. I'd mess things up. And then I came back out and now I'm back to where I was. Okay. Which is weird. How did that happen? So I have a really strong uh, like desire to talk about this of like awkwardness. So I want to talk about like, what does it mean to like mess up socially? Because in my opinion, it's prevalent in the Catholic community. Awkwardness is. Okay. So I want to talk about it. So what is awkwardness and why is it prevalent in the Catholic community? So I would say awkwardness in general is when you do the wrong thing socially. Social situations are governed by laws. There's certain fundamental laws of communication. And when you do the wrong thing, you are considered awkward. You like do it wrong, you're considered awkward. Now, I want to put a disclaimer out there. A lot of Catholics say things like, well, I want to be weird. I want to be awkward. In today's culture, it's so left. Like if I'm weird, good. But here's the thing. Being awkward has nothing to do with your belief system. We've talked about this before. Um, there's plenty of devout Catholics that aren't awkward at all. So it doesn't have to do with your belief system. And we can just rattle a few like Bishop Barron, Father Mike Schmitz, uh, Sister Miriam, uh, Matt Frad, Matt Walsh, Michael Knowles. What's up, bro? So there's plenty that aren't awkward, but still devout Catholic. And so being awkward isn't connected directly to Catholicism. There just happens to be a lot of awkwardness within the Catholic communities. So I want to talk about that. I push back against the notion that you should want to be awkward because this is important. I believe to be awkward is to avoid evangelizing and to be charismatic is to support evangelizing because no matter what you say, if you messed up socially and you're considered like a weirdo or awkward, it doesn't matter what you said. Even if you preached like the best verse from the Bible, like John three sixteen, they don't, they're not going to be interested because you like messed up socially. And so they're actually probably going to be turned off by whatever you're saying. And so that's why it's super important to just master social skills. So then you can be charismatic and you can be good at talking and you won't be considered like weird. Okay. So there's three points I want to talk about with like awkwardness or social unattractiveness might be the right term. Um, because weird and awkward. They don't really have strong definitions, but the point is to try to be attractive socially. Okay. And it's a skill. That's the best part. So even if you were homeschooled, even if you grew up in a really traditionally Catholic community and you didn't get a lot of exposure to a lot of social situations, it's a skill, which is good news for you because you can hone any skill. Okay. So let's go over the three points. Number one, the number one reason people are considered socially unattractive or awkward is because they're in their own head. Okay. They're in your own, you're in your own head. You might've experienced this before. Maybe you're talking to a pretty girl and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to say. And what ends up happening? You say the wrong stuff. You're always just saying weird stuff. 
um, because you're in your own head. This is prevalent in Catholic communities, I think, for one reason. We emphasize, okay, well, we're very focused on like sin, which is good. We should avoid sin. But I think there's a tendency in Catholic communities to become overly scrupulous, which the church cautions against. They say, don't be too scrupulous. Don't think about it all the time. But we struggle with that because it's when you're Catholic and you take it seriously, it envelops your whole life. And so you end up feeling like you have to think about these things constantly. But there's a fine line. We have to think about them, but we can't let it affect us to the point of where we're always in our own head. We're like, oh my gosh, did I sin? Did I sin? Did I sin? And that's where I was. I used to be like that. I didn't take communion for like months because I was always just terrified. I was just always in my head. I'm like, what if I sinned? And uh, I, I would be like paralyzed with things. So we don't want to be like that. Okay. It's a fine line. How do you get out of your own head? You get out of your own head by being confident. So it's impossible to be awkward and super confident. Okay. Because the definition of awkwardness is that you're in your own head when you do social situations. Because even if you mess up socially, but you're super confident, you're just considered like quirky. Okay. They might just say like, oh, he's just silly. So it's more so that you are like thinking internally, which you won't do if you're truly confident. You're like happy with yourself and like present with who you really are. And you're fine with that. The way you get confidence, I think I talked about in the last episode, is stacking daily wins. So confidence is not shouting affirmations in the mirror. It's by you looking, I'm sorry, it's by you having a track record, but pounds and pounds of evidence of you doing what you say you're going to do. So stacking wins all the time. So if you say you're going to get up at 5 a.m. tomorrow and you do it, and then you say you're going to get up at 5 a.m. the next day and you do it and you repeat that for two months, you probably have confidence in your morning ritual or morning routine, okay? Because it's not just like a feeling. It's like, oh, yeah, it's reasonable that I believe in myself because I do it every day. That's confidence. The secret of confidence, stacking wins. Confidence lets you get outside of your head. Getting outside of your head makes you not be awkward. Okay, number two, practice makes perfect. A lot of Catholic communities are exclusive. Even though they're technically inclusive, like our arms are always open to those who want to join the church, Catholics tend to hang out with Catholics, all right? We all know this, especially radical traditionalists, the rad trads, as we call them, super exclusive. Um, This is bad for socializing, terrible for evangelizing, but bad for just socializing in general because the way you catch all the nuances in conversation is by exposing yourself to a bunch of different situations. Case study. Let's consider a homeschooler. Homeschoolers are notorious for being considered socially unattractive, a little weird, a little quirky, a little awkward. What's the reason for that? Well, people like us went to public school or private school for like 12 years every day talking to kids in a whole different, in a whole myriad of different social situations. So like maybe one guy was bullying us, one girl liked us, one girl didn't, one person wanted social status in school and talked to it. There's like all these different situations where we had to navigate it socially and we get exposed to that day in and day out and then a decade goes by and most of us are pretty good at chatting but if you're homeschooled you're not exposed to as much of that you might meet family and then you might you like go to your events they just don't have the reps in they don't have the dirty reps in because practice makes perfect now remember it's a skill so they can so how do you overcome point one the getting in your own head stack daily wins to overcome point two practice makes perfect. You have to go talk. You have to do the work. You have to go practice. You have to go talk to other groups. Okay. People are not like you, like literally 
like drive to a bar, set a schedule where you drive to a bar every weekend and like just chat with 20 people before you go home. Just expose yourself to the dirty reps. Okay. This is important. I take this very seriously um, because the people, the people that are Catholic and charismatic have the most influence on bringing people to the good, especially in today's culture. Guys, I hate to break it to you. We're in the age of the influencer. Okay. Bishop Barron has like a million followers. Just imagine a million souls. A million. That's crazy. Michael Knowles, Matt Walsh, millions of souls. Guys, the secret to winning the culture war is a bunch of Catholic influencers that just crush life and we have tens of millions of followers because we have truth on our side. So we just have to expose people to it. Okay, but we have to be charismatic and in shape and like crushing it in all areas and have money and stuff because that's what's appealing to them. Also, it's good for our like self-development, but that is going to be so influential and we have truth on our side. So I'm like fully in of the belief that we'll win. We just need more people to you like the weapon. I'm getting off tangent here, but this is important. The weapon in today's war is not like a great sword and a shield like a crusades would be. It's influence. It's just media and vibes and influence and videos and money. So it's all that stuff. It's not a, it's, but it's a weapon, right? What's the left's best weapon? Cancellation. They can socially ostracize you. Okay, that's their weapon. Well, we have truth. So it's like, <laughs> let's go to war. But what happens? We meet people and they're like, dude, why don't you post that online? That's like really inspiring. Well, I don't want to get canceled. It's like, dude, imagine like the men at Normandy storming the beaches. And one of them's like, well, I can't storm that beach. It's like, why not? Well, they have like weapons. They have like a gun. It's like, well, yeah, dude, it's war. It's like, <laughs> like guys, that's the, like we're at war. They have a weapon called cancellation. But it's like, oh, you supposed to just lay lay down and like roll over and be like, well, <laughs> they have a weapon. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. It's like, no, dude, fight. It's the age of the influencer. I made social media 200 days ago. 200. Scroll down on my account. 200 days. That's it. Anyway. <laughs> this has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Let's recap real quick. Uh, number one, you're in your own head. That's why you're awkward. Thank you, bro. Uh, number two, practice makes perfect. So you want to speak to other groups of people as much as you can. Get exposure. Go talk to the spiritual woman who has a shaman who has gauged earrings and a nose and a deviated septum. I think that's what it's called, like the nose ring. Talk to her. Okay. Master communication. You should be able to talk to anyone about anything. Number three. This one's a little controversial. Stop talking about the faith so much. I'm devout. And I say this with a disclaimer. I'm devout Catholic. I pray the rosary every day, adoration once a week, mass. I take it very seriously. But when we have belief systems, you guys probably agree. The belief of like the Catholic belief system is like deeply embedded in us. It's probably for most of you. Like in me, it's like my subconscious now where it's like, it would be crazy for me to not believe in Catholicism. Like that's how deeply embedded it is in me. But with that being said, it still requires some belief, especially some of the Catholic beliefs, the Catholic theology. Like I think it's reasonable that there's a creator. I think the Kalam is pretty convincing. The Kalam cosmological argument. I think like what's the Eastern one? The transcendental argument is convincing. I think the contingency argument is convincing. I think like the argument of a creator is very convincing, but there's a lot for Catholicism. Catholic theology that isn't like, oh my gosh, any like Stevie Wonder could see this is obvious. It still requires belief. Like, um, like 
I don't know, like Christ becoming man and dying for our sins. Like I think even in the Summa, Aquinas said that would be fitting, but it's not like absolutely positively, amazingly obvious. So it still requires some belief. We have that belief deeply embedded in our conscience, but you know, most people don't because like most people, most people aren't Catholic and even the ones that are Catholic, most aren't like us. And so we believe this stuff so deeply embedded in our subconscious. Sometimes we forget that like other people might not have that yet. They might believe or something, but they don't have it at the level we're at where we're like, oh my gosh, of course Christ is God and he became man and all this stuff. So we're very interested in it because it's so deeply embedded. But when we talk to people, we have to remember they're not there yet. And so if we start talking about our deeply embedded beliefs, they're going to be turned off. Why? Because they don't believe those things yet. We're going to convert them. They don't believe those things yet. So the secret to overcoming um, social unattractiveness is to hold off on talking about the faith so much and do it when it's right, when it's like the right time. Excuse me. What they want to talk about, okay, this, when people convert, it's because they form a relationship with someone who's Catholic. Like they become connected with them and then they ask them questions when they're searching. Okay. But you have to form the relationship first. And the best way to do that is become genuinely interested in them. So just like, it doesn't matter what you believe. Don't worry about that for a second. Just learn to understand them. Like, what are they interested in? What are they about? And they will fall in love with you because that's what people, the thing people want to talk about the most is themselves. Okay. So form the relationship. Okay. Instead of bringing up like, you know, St. Bartholomew or whatever, because that's going to turn them off. Okay. Now that's how to, that's like the points about social unattractiveness, about awkwardness. The opposite of that is charisma. charisma. So how to be charismatic, we would flip those three things. So we would say, don't be in your own head. Talk about, talk to different types of people constantly. Most of my friends are not Catholic. Most of my friends are totally different than me. I have a friend, she's a shaman. She has a shaman friend. So she like her mentor is like a shaman. Just crazy, completely different lifestyle than me. Who cares? I plant seeds. It's my goal. I'm a seed planter. Um, number three, so flip, talk to different groups constantly. Number three, talk about what they're interested in. Talk about what they're interested in, okay? Because char- charisma has two features. There's two branches of charisma, competency and warmth. Most of you guys are pretty competent, okay? And and that doesn't just mean, like, there's competency in, like, literal theology, and I think you guys have that, but we need competence in social skills too. And then warmth comes from the, like, genuine understanding of other people. That's what makes somebody competent. I'm sorry, charismatic. So you need competence in socializing and like just knowledge is know what you're talking about. And then warmth. That's when someone's like, man, that guy could brighten a room. That guy could sell ice to an Eskimo. You've all heard those things. Um, it's when they have those two features. So work on those. Okay. Be competent and be warm. Then you will avoid awkwardness. Okay. Is this making sense, guys? This is always something really important to me because I went through this. I remember just botching social situations after I joined the church because I, all I did is just hang out with super Catholic guys and read like the Summa. And so uh, I would, I got socially unattractive. I got like awkward and I even had trouble talking to my old friends. So when I went down the rabbit hole and I was like, you know, reading the Summa and like watching all these videos and like only talking about the freaking arguments for capital punishment all day with my friends. 
I had trouble talking to my old friends from high school and college because when you get around, I was so in my head because I was just like, I wasn't practicing the skill. I wasn't doing the three points I just mentioned. I was in my own head because I wasn't focusing on myself trying to get stack wins. I was obsessing over faith and avoiding my self-improvement. Number two, uh, I wasn't talking to other groups. So that became rusty. And then number three, all I did is talk about the faith. I remember I said, Stop, don't talk about the faith so much. All I did is talk about the faith. And so I actually ended up, those relationships got strained. But as a Catholic, that's silly to only be friends with Catholics because that's terrible for evangelizing. We don't, really, we don't need to be friends with other Catholics. <laughs> I mean, we should. That'd be, that'd be nice to be friends with people with similar values. But we should be evangelizing 24-7. Get out there and chat with all these different people. But if we're awkward, they're never going to listen to us. So it's obligatory for Catholics to be good at chatting, to get the silver tongue, to be good at chit-chat. Okay. That happened to me when I reverted. I felt awkward around my old friends. Now a year later, it's like old time. Yeah, buddy. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'm glad I'm not the only one. You can take the good and avoid the bad with anything. Okay. And I don't think it's exclusive to Catholics. I bet if we joined any other group that is, that has a lot of, that has a strong creed and has, um, this word's going to sound like triggering, but I don't mean it to like cult like tendencies to where like there are a set of beliefs you have to believe to get in the group. And then the group is all pretty rigid. And if you slack on those beliefs or something, you're kind of like removed from the group, almost like a gang you could say is similar, but anyway, um, you probably find that like a really traditional group or community like that. You probably find these issues as well. I don't know, though. I'm not part of any others. All right, guys. I hope this was helpful. I'm going to end it here. Um, yeah, it's a, I guess thesis of this, it's obligatory to be charismatic as a Catholic because it's good for evangelizing. If you are awkward, your skill and capacity to evangelize plummets. So hope this was helpful. If you got value, drop a like. I will be podcasting five days a week at least. And if you want to join... Um, oh, before I go, there's a quick question. How much do you think it's cultural, certain communities or nationalities? How much do you think it's about technology, making people socially awkward? I don't think it's technology, bro. I don't think so. Bishop Barron's on social media all the time, and he's a super good at conversating. I think it is cultural, though. I think America is a little worse because we're so, we're so like, um, I guess the word would be like secluded in our groups. Like the culture of America is to be like isolated. I don't know if other cultures are like that, but overall it's a personal thing. You can level up and overcome it. Okay. If you guys got value, drop a like, uh, five days a week, I'm doing it at least. And if you are a Catholic man and want to practice what you preach, you're welcome to join my free community for Catholic men, um, which is going to be linked in the show notes. It's also on my bio on Instagram. All right, guys have a great rest of your week. I will talk to you tomorrow. God bless.